Ro. Hi, Jane. How are you? Good. Happy Bank Holiday Monday. It's a nice recording on a Bank Holiday Monday. It is nice in the day. I feel like you have the day ahead of you, whereas we usually record in the evenings. Yeah, we do have the day ahead of us. And you're kind of tired and you're kind of rushing off to go to bed. <laughs> well, at least I am, you know. I am like. too. Absolutely. I don't yeah. get the same... Um, I'm not getting the same Sunday fear these days. No, either am I. No, even I've been going into the office. Past week I've been going into the office, but it's not the same because... I was going to ask you that actually. Is it like... I was thinking that people are back to work as normal. Do they feel that it's a new, like, does it feel like normal or do you feel just kind of like there's still something weird going on in the world? Yeah, no, totally. Because whenever I've been in, there's no more than like three or four other people in the office. Yeah. At once. So like, I've got my own little room to myself when usually there's like four or five people in that room. Yeah. So it does feel weird. And some people are still at home. And like super busy, like you're not going to loads of meetings and stuff. Exactly. You're still doing your Teams meetings or your whatever, Mm -hmm. your Hangouts meetings or your meetings, whatever. So it just feels like you're working from home, but in the office. But do you feel all the better for it now going and coming back? Uh, it's I good to just get up and get on my bike and then you look forward to coming home in the evening. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I can, I can, it's at my discretion. I can choose to work from home. Like I might work from home tomorrow. We'll see. Oh yeah. Nice after the weekend. Yeah. So yeah. That's one of the things I miss the most is just that coming home and like looking yeah. forward to getting home. Yeah. No, that's exactly it. I come home and now the, I will say is that because Andrea's back to work too, the house is getting messier yeah but it's very it's always clean during lockdown because you're in it and you can see the things that need to be done and you do them whereas if you go off for the whole day and you come back and you're like oh i forgot the house is dirty i hate when you're not ours and you come home and you haven't cleaned the place usually in a rush and i'd leave all the plates out whatever and i'm like i'm so annoyed at myself three hours ago exactly like last night i had a friend over mave lovely mave yeah and uh we had to clean the house because the house was a state and it actually smelled like it was just it smelled of damp clothes and everything because we had the clothes out and everything. Yeah. But then we just did a top to bottom clean. Sometimes you need that motivation. Like someone's coming over, we have to... We call it... We do a lot of accidental cleaning. What's that mean? Um, you where, stick into it. Like, so I'm... Th- if Dave is like, let's clean on Saturday at 10 a.m., I'm like, no, no, please, no. And I actually don't mind cleaning. I always just kind of do little bits of cleaning. But anyway, but um, then... What usually happens is I'll get up or something and something will annoy me. Like I'll be yeah. like, that shoe rack is really annoying. And all of a sudden I will just start, we'll, all, we'll both just start cleaning. Could you two hours? And we're like, that's yeah. it. Always happens. Accidental yeah. cleaning. We do that as well. Um, Andrea is very good at that. Andrea is a cleaner like, and she doesn't like me to... Get in the way. Well, like, obviously I help, but she thinks I do things wrong, which is, suits me. I'm like, grand, yeah, leave to it. I'll cook like the dinner. my mom, yeah. Like, she always gave me the, the dusting, like, the easiest yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, you just fold the clothes, like... I'd hoover, and, like, she'd literally re-hoover. And I'm exactly. like, well, sorry, mom. Exactly. Don't we got, actually, what? Um, shaken back. Explain Great. this to me. I don't know. Is it just making it smell nice? It's uh, a powder. It's like a deodorizer. So yeah. um, you just sprinkle it on the carpet. You leave it for like 10 minutes and then you hoover it all up and it just gets rid of any smells on carpets or anything. Oh, I need to get that for a rug. Where did you get that? You just get anywhere. Like get in Duns or whatever. Like. Shaking back. Shaking back. It's actually fab because yesterday our house was stinking of damp. And did I tell you what happened to me actually? No. Oh, horrendous. <laughs> sat down to have a cup of tea and I put my tea on the armrest of the couch and I literally sat down and it toppled all no. over my lap <gasps> all over my lap I screamed through the mug across the room because it was so <gasps> painful it was like boiling water on my lap threw it across the room there's a giant tea stain all over the carpet like and it just looked like grubby but I borrowed a steam cleaner and um where the heck did you get a steam cleaner when the lads in work had a steam cleaner and I borrowed it off them Gosh. and uh, I will say they're fab so did you um, burn yourself? 
Oh yeah, my whole leg. Andrea had to like put me into the shower and take off my pants and put cold water on it. Like put me into the shower. <laughs> no, like I cried. Like I genuinely, I cried. Like it was really painful. Like um, that's the one thing now. I do, I feel like I don't know. Don't etiquette isn't the right word, but what to do if there's anything related to burns. Yeah, what's socially acceptable? What's to socially do this? acceptable? If someone burns themselves. But like, what are you meant to do? like? Are you meant to just strip off your clothes immediately if you if they're wet with a hot what liquid? I was always confused about. Are you sure you're meant to? I thought cold water made it worse, like cause blisters. Yeah, and there's stuff. a lot of contradiction. And also, I, I thought are you meant to keep your clothes on. Could could peel off the skin if you peel off. I heard that somewhere. That's this was a. This was a liquid burn though. Yeah. Like if it was a fire, fire burn, because then like all your all your like fabric would be melted into your skin. But this was just liquid. Yeah. It was fine once I like it was actually so painful. My whole thigh was like re- like red. Like it was. Oh god. Yeah, it was horrendous. Let's say hypothetically now a fire broke out here, right? Let's yeah. say my curtain there went up in flames. Yeah. Okay. No, I just get the I know where the thing is. But yeah. let's say you didn't have an extinguisher. Do you like wet a blanket or something and throw it over it or wet some like a heavy... Honestly, I don't know. If anyone knows the fire... Should we get a fire expert on? Fire experts, health and safety person. A firefighter. I actually want to know what their deal is. Yeah. Because like a lot of them, I think, are volunteer positions. Really? Well, like in Bray and stuff, I think, like the more the community fire fire brigades are, are volunteer and some of them are like the Dublin one is paid. I don't know. What a great job. I don't know. I'm actually talking through my arse. I actually have no idea. Anyway, we get into the topic. Yeah. So, sorry. Jane had a Smartie. I brought Smarties. Random, spur of the moment. Random. But delish. Mm, Glad I did. Yeah. Um, So, we did a call out for Agni Ant problems because we love doing these episodes. Sometimes we get a really nothing response. We might get one or two people... Just telling us what to do episodes on as opposed to like giving us actual like problems. So they're, too, they're too short. We don't get enough info. So it's hard to. Yeah. Yeah. But this time around, I don't know what's going on. You guys have an awful lot of problems. And we got in loads of responses and loads of emails, actually. Yeah, it was brilliant. So we actually had to pick some of, I guess, a nice mixed bag of some of the ones that spoke to us the most. To be honest, they're all quite mixed. It was honestly a great selection, not to toot our own horns here, really. Thanks a mil, guys. Mix of people and situations and ages and sexualities and it was fab. Yep. Fab. So we just crack on okay, in. We'll crack on in. I'm under strict instructions to speak slowly as I'm reading these out. So I am going to Because goes and so and so basically she's saying that as I go into a full blown mumble when I'm reading a text. I don't We'll we'll take one each. How about that? Okay. So this is a very interesting one. Can I just say? Yes. And they're all anonymous. Yes, so. of course. So this is about earning more than a partner. Um, so I've been dating a guy for a little bit and I earn considerably more money than him. He always makes comments about how much money I spend on things, etc. He asked to borrow quite a high sum of money and I said no and got really nasty about it. I don't know if he got really nasty about it or if she got really nasty about it. Um, I've been in this situation before and he got the boot. I'm done feeling guilty of earning more money than my partner, but how do I stop it affecting relationships? Oh, oh, oh. It's tricky. It's tricky, but very, very common. Like, I've, I assume, like, most relationships always often one person will will earn more than the other like it's very rare well, that you'd be on the exact same level like of course yeah. yeah so it's i don't think you're in a unique position um and i think women it's not unusual for women to be earning more than men at all anymore um i think i read a stat and it said something like 30 percent of women earn more than men obviously it should be higher than that but um there you go that was worldwide though but um 
It's a tricky one. Like if if if, if she was just coming to, it's a tricky one because it seems to bother him. Well, yeah, I think the problem she's okay. So she's basically saying, "How do I let it stop affecting relationships?" When it's, really, it's mm, not your problem. Literally, like it's actually just not your problem, which is sad because there's not a whole lot you can do. Um, but you shouldn't have to play down your achievements, and you shouldn't have to, like, like pander to a lad who's a bit insecure about how much money he makes. I mm-hmm. think it's mad that in this day and age that that's still very much a thing. Like it's just ingrained in like the male psyche of yeah. um, I should be the provider. The woman stays home and yeah, runs the household. Yeah, yeah. Like even the most woke of men still kind of succumb to that way of thinking. Well, I guess it's, yeah, it's ingrained in them. I don't, yeah. I don't fault them for it. I think, um, but I just think that it's interesting that that's still there and they should really try harder. Well, we don't know what's going on here, right? So for all, look, with every question, we realize there's two sides to every story. Of course. Um, so sh- we don't know what the situation is in terms of maybe she could be also putting him down. We don't know. Yeah. There could be, I think sometimes there can be issues with earnings. If, if, if the person earning more feels like they're not all just earning more, but maybe doing more and maybe are more ambitious or something and that their partner isn't mas- matching that kind of ambition level, mm-hmm. not even just related to earning, but potentially your partner could be just kind of, maybe he doesn't have great work ethic. Maybe isn't that bothered about getting something. a raise or moving to a new company. Do you know what I mean? Um, and that could cause... Hold on, I will stop you though. It sounds like he is though. He is what? It sounds like he is bothered by it though. By the fact that, he, yeah, oh yeah, that's true. That, yeah, Otherwise he, it wouldn't be an issue yeah. if he wasn't really caring about that stuff. But what I wonder is, is she being, is she being supportive or is she maybe also bothered by the fact that he earns less than her? Do you know what I mean? Ah, interesting. Like, is she like, I don't care. Like, you know, look, I earn more, but you do this, this and this and our, our relationship's equal because of this and the things that you do and what you bring to the relationship and all that stuff. But you never know, there could be an underlying tension on both parts. You just don't know. I, I'm not saying this is the case. It might absolutely not be the case. Uh, well, unpack it as well there. I totally get you. But then for him to ask her for a significant sum of money and then there was drama when she said no. Yeah, that's not great. That's not. It's also weird. It's a weird kind of dichotomy because like if he doesn't want to acknowledge that she earns more money than him, but then asks for a large sum of money and gets like, it's kind of strange. I'm like, what's the what's the. Well, he always makes comments about how much money she spends on things as well. Oh no, fuck that. Yeah. Be like, this is my money. Yeah, it sounds like there is a major insecurity. Yeah, so by the way she's written this, it sounds like there's a major insecurity on his part. Um, And I mean, as Jane said in the beginning, if she's being supportive and like, if she's comfortable with the situation, with how much he earns and how much she earns, then it really is his problem. Yeah. Um, and they don't know how much she can really do in the situation. I wonder how far into their relationship they are. Because yeah. I think that right now it sounds like maybe it's like kind of in its infancy in the sense like maybe you don't share a home yet or maybe you don't, you're not at that kind of stage where where you kind of almost have joint finances. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. I know what you mean, yeah. Um, So I wonder what stage it's at and I think that that would really come to a head if you get to the point where you're paying rent together, you're paying out of the same, you're paying bills out of the same yeah, thing, you know. I wonder if they live together or anything. Like, that's a big deal. Like, me and Andrea, like, I earn significantly more than Andrea. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, double, like, which upsets me in a whole different way because she's essentially a frontline worker. Yeah. And what the fuck is wrong? Like, Mental. I'm yeah. like, what, we do fucking marketing and she literally runs after 33-year-olds all day. Um, 30, 33 year olds. I was like, um, wow, what a crush that is. 
But definitely as we get to a point in our relationship where we're starting to talk about the future and maybe buying a house together or, you know, things like that. I have to come I and mean, I'm struggling to come to the terms with the fact that I probably will be paying most of a deposit and I will be paying mm-hmm. most of you know and that's a struggle but it's something we have to talk about as well what do you mean by struggle like it, as in you do you find it unfair or do you find what do you, like, what's the kind of where is it coming from I am very independent and mm-hmm. I've always been like financially independent I suppose yeah so I was like I yeah. moved out um and it like look I'm just gonna say it like I'm like it's my money okay I earned this money I worked hard this is my money yeah but I know to be in a relationship you have to yeah if you have to see each other as a unit yeah it's it's a tricky one and I totally I think yeah where you're coming from like you definitely have always been very independent from a very young age you know you weren't getting money from your dad or whatever like you're really really self-sufficient very very young yeah um so it sounds like that's probably where that kind of feeling of this is my money I've earned this and also the a lot of pride in having and also, that money as it's well my security blanket yeah absolutely um yeah. my situation is that so Dave's self-employed so like there was a time and there was a time when Dave was earning way more than me than I'm earning more than him as he was getting his business back up then we even out and he goes up do you know it does it ebbs and flows absolutely ebbs and flows um I would have like a deposit for a house save let's say um so I would know if we were going to buy a house like tomorrow I'd be putting probably the majority but like next yeah. year if we were bought a house next year he'd probably have way more it's just it ebbs and flows but I am not I don't want to sound like a dickhead like I don't see that I genuinely just see it as our money and I know that might sound weird but we, we've been together a very very long time as well yeah um but of course now I would be lying if I said that I didn't a slight part of me didn't think okay if I put like 40 grand into a deposit does then what then what like is that not more is it not like what happens is it then, not my house well then what happens more than with the you know the monthly repayments for example then do I pay less or how does that work I have no idea how that all works I'm sure it happens in most relationships that somebody has more of a deposit of course, yeah. but um yeah I do kind of see it as our money and there'd be times where Dave has lent me big sums of money I've lent Dave big sums of money that's just happened both ways in our 10-year relationship of course but um I do kind of have started to get the point where like we both are very separate we don't do joint uh, bank accounts or anything like that we don't even look at what each other spend money on but um yeah i would see it as like stuff like big ticket items like houses and all that crap and cars it'd be like our money kind of thing yeah no that's completely fair enough and i like i'm kind of more like that i guess you know when some people say when they get married they have a joint account and both the salaries yeah. go into that account yeah no way i don't know I do either that. i don't know either about that i don't think so like uh, like no way so what we do at the moment is we have I have like a second current account that we put both of our rents and bills yeah. and everything into and then we have our own separate accounts with our money in it. Um, yeah, it's a good idea. But like a good analogy for it was like, like one time I went out to town with Andrea and she forgot her wallet. So she had to ask me. She wanted to buy shoes or something. That's why we went out. Yeah. Or like she saw something she liked and she, she had to ask me for my card. She was like, this is a horrible feeling. Like horrible, I have to yeah. ask you, can I buy something? Or do you ever get when you like you have to have with a friend when you forgot your wallet like for like a day or something oh, and I then hate it. all little bits you keep buying it and it's so stressful you're like oh and, and can but I get thank that? God for Revolut oh yeah true yeah, yeah. just send me a request I'll send it all later but I think it, it's a different situation though like imagine like you know that Andrea works really hard you know that like she's yeah, yeah. you know it's not just that she's doing that she's trying to do other stuff as well um, 
it's like she's studying too so like I think for, for some people though it's really difficult when you're really like in it, whatever about the pay but just very career driven and your other half is just not yeah and then you're paying more for stuff and you're like well are you gonna fucking get the finger out and you know exactly I'd say that and, would, oh you're giving out to me for money I spend on like yeah it's my money so I can see how tensions would rise there um, but this girl like it sounds like it's happened to her I really want to know what she does I'm like how much yeah. do you earn woo um, but she said that like it's happened before and he got the boot so I mean, it's obviously happening a few times. Well, look, I think that don't be too hasty and get the boot. I mean, you shouldn't have to make men feel comfortable with how much you earn. First of all, that's shit. However, that's the world we live in. I would say maybe harping on about communication, but maybe have a really open and honest communication about where this kind of resentment comes from. Yeah. Why he feels uncomfortable, why he has to comment on on how much you spend and things like that and maybe if 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 he's open to having a conversation then maybe you can start working on it or at least have a little bit of clarity around how he's feeling yeah um if he's not willing to do that and gets defensive give him the boot like yeah i agree i think don't undermine your own success like that's brilliant you've earned that amazing um but also just consider like i think it's also as jane said talk to each other absolutely and maybe also consider looking inward this might not be the case at all but just is there any part that you think that's making your your partner feel guilty for earning less there might not be but I think it's an important thing to look but at I think as that well. will come from a conversation yeah yeah like, absolutely that's yeah. why that's Choking important that. um, and also like obviously being fair about ex- expenses and stuff like you know if you earn whatever you can do it as percentages like if you earn x amount more than your partner then you should pay that much more in your rent and bills i think that's the way a lot of people do it i pay more rent yeah. than Andrea. and dave yeah. did when dave earned more than me he did like that yeah. was just the way that's just the way it kind of works but yeah good luck yeah and to the next one yeah can i read this one yeah hold on a sec <clears throat> which one are we on moving home Oh yeah, this one I'm going to be honest with you I don't really have an answer for it I'd like to explore it, but it's hard Okay, so Hi, first off, love the pod, big fan Thanks very much The end, goodbye Thank you That's lovely Uh, I'm going through a bit of an emotional dilemma at the moment I'm from Northern Ireland, great accent uh, But I've been living in England for six years for uni and working Since then, I've met the love of my life He is absolutely amazing He's absolutely amazing. Uh, And we've been living together in a flat for over a year and a half now. Trouble is, I'm homesick. I fantasize about moving back home, but the career prospects for my boyfriend in Northern Ireland would be very limited. Next to zero, to be honest. He's a very career-oriented person, whereas I don't care that much. I'll do anything. The emotional pull to go back home is very strong, and I fear that I'm starting to resent England more and more each day. I've spoken to my boyfriend about how I'm feeling, but it never comes to a nice, clear solution. Basically, I want to move away, but I know that my boyfriend would massively struggle, so it feels selfish asking him to move with me. But at the same time, I don't want to break up, but living here is taking its toll on me. What to do? What to do? I feel for you. This is um, an interesting one because it's come up a lot recently with people I know who live in England as well. Yeah. Um, and they all of a sudden now over the last few months, COVID, lockdown, everything, they have now real strong desires to move back home. Um, there's a few things happening here. Obviously, look, COVID has caused us all to feel, you know, like I can't even imagine not being able to come home during this. I think that would make you feel really homesick. Um, obviously, I think it's important to realize that this won't last forever. And were you unhappy in the location before this? Or is this just like a reaction to like... Well, he said he's there six years. 
yeah, yeah. But that's what I mean. But like, was he really homesick, wanting to come home? Like before, like in January, maybe February, yeah. you know, before lockdown. Also, I wonder. He didn't mention, but is his boyfriend English? Like, is that his home? Oh, that's true. I assumed he was. I just I assumed he was yeah. too. But what's happening with a lot of my friends who live in London at the moment and their boyfriends are English. Um, they're like, oh, I have to try and convince them to move to Ireland. I want to I want to settle in Ireland. I want to move back to Ireland. And it's just, oh, it's tough. Point of contention, you know what I mean? Yeah, because like where you live is very important. It is. And I feel like, I mean, look, I don't know many English people, but I feel like there's a special kind of gras for Ireland and mm. people wanting to come home to the... Homeland Homeland um, I, I'm interested in, in what the boyfriend does I know he said In Northern Ireland He couldn't He wouldn't, wouldn't have many job prospects But I wonder if they Kind of met Not really in the middle It's still Ireland But like in Dublin And then you're, you are back in Ireland You're close I to was north. thinking that too To be honest Yeah Because maybe Because I, I mean I'd be surprised If whatever industry he's in He couldn't work from In any city Yeah yeah. I guess there's Belfast though as well What does he do I wonder <laughs> I don't know I think I don't think it really matters What he does though Let's just take it as The boyfriend doesn't want to move And he does Yeah Well I mean Another thing is that The conversation seemed to have not come to A clear solution Which he says Which is yeah. difficult So I mean This is going to sound really Cut and dry here But I think you have to oh, Kind of weigh it up Like It's a deal breaker It is a deal breaker Which is shit but I wonder has has he I wonder has he communicated it as a deal breaker like I like I, I think in most relationships the other person should probably be willing to like you've lived if this guy's English now some presuming he is um you've lived in England for me for six years and now we could try Ireland for a year and see if we get on like that's what that's what happens a lot of the times as well you see that they, they test out both countries but I know but I mean as someone who is with someone who isn't from here yeah. If Andrea turned around to me and said, oh, yeah. go on, yeah. Okay, well, actually, I've lived here now. So, well, she's been here nine years, but she's been with me for four, four and yeah. a bit of those years. Like, she turned around and said, okay, can we move to Italy now for four years? I don't know what I do. What if she said, like, this is a deal breaker for me. I'm extremely homesick. I don't want to live here anymore. Like, what would you do? I, I couldn't leave. Like I couldn't so leave harsh. my dad Like I couldn't leave Like my job No I couldn't Yeah but then they They have their family And their job You know and their prospects too. It's it's very difficult And unfortunately There's not There's not really a, There's like That's the thing There's It's just one of those things It's Like how How much of a deal breaker Breaker is it for you Yeah Maybe explore what the Possible Kind of Meeting points in the middle are Yeah Um and wait like you okay so it's funny because like he sounds very much I'm comparing it to me and Andrea's situation and Andrea's very much like I don't care what I do yeah I just want to be with you yeah um but in this instance he really wants to go home it's like you don't want to let resentment build up either like you you can't you can't you have to be so clear in communicating it like I mean it's not perfect solution but obviously I mean trying just the long distance thing if, if coming home if you want to just try it and see how you feel like it might be more of a test to see how you feel in Ireland without your partner because that could be the reality of the situation but uh, what until further notice like to see how he like if he comes home and says and and they're like let's go together or whatever I don't know but it comes home and tries being home and actually then, then he'll know okay I can't do this without my partner here I don't, it's not worth it I want to be with them so maybe England yeah, is or actually you know what being in Ireland has enriched my soul I'm actually happier here maybe I will 
maybe I can do this by myself and this is what I want. I don't think he'll know until if he just stays in England, building up resentment, having these conversations with no outcome. I just think it could be years and you could be getting worse and worse. I think you have to try something. And if he's not willing to come with you, it might be you need to try it yourself for a while. Yeah, I wouldn't. But to me, that sounds like more of a going on a break situation. I mean, some people have long term relationships that work, but usually it's for a set time. Mm -hmm. Like there's a six month gap or Mm -hmm. something like that. But like until like until further notice basically they're never going to come to a that's a deal breaker like they're never both going to come to he's not going to say you know what actually I do want to live in Northern Ireland yeah it's like well if he can't get a job there and if he's very career driven like if he can't get a job here obviously we don't know what he does if he can't get a job here then it's very that's unfortunately you can't there's no way he could come here well like imagine Andrea wanted to go back to Italy and I'd be like well I don't speak Italian yeah and how many marketing jobs are there like yeah well of for, course there's the language barrier there but in this case there isn't that. but it's what no but it's asking? the same thing like the same yeah, thing yeah. is like well if i can't get a job you know yeah like what what can i do like i just couldn't go like i'd be like no I, what am i going to do for work like it's so difficult like if because if it's if it's a case that the, this your partner could actually get a good job here then you could say look look it would it would be reasonable for him to say let's try it out like i love you i want, I want let's try this out for you but if your partner can't literally can't get a job here what can his hands are fairly tied then yeah i would say practical advice i would say first of all obviously communicate but also (laughs) uh, do what rose said and maybe see if you can meet in the middle see if there's anywhere that you both could feasibly live in so like dublin or um or maybe even somewhere else maybe it's not necessarily your your kind of draw to come home maybe you just are done with the uk which I can understand <laughs> given how they've dealt with the coronavirus yeah. and Brexit <laughs> but maybe that's it maybe you need to try somewhere new um, yeah maybe Glasgow I hear that's lovely it's just across the sea yeah yeah maybe there's a different location that would work maybe um, like it sounds like he just wants to come home to Ireland though he just wants to come home to Ireland um, yeah it's that's a shit situation having to weigh up like your partner or here where you live like i know it sucks it really sucks and my heart really goes out to you because you can imagine finding the one but then again maybe they're not the one yeah because you could look at as it like well no i think this is very narrow mind way looking up i'm gonna say it anyway like you could look at as it like if if you were 100 percent the one would do you think your homesickness would would be that strong exactly yeah i wonder i don't know well actually good point because andrea always says to me she's always like well you're home yeah, so, and then, yeah, and you would always say that about each other, like yeah, yeah wherever we are, that's home. Me, you, and yeah. Ella, like. But yeah, so why does he want to go home so badly? Like, it is a short flight. Again, I'd come back to the thing of like, is this something that has been exaggerated during lockdown? Because we're all feeling very heightened sense of feelings. About there lots might of be like familial commitments. Maybe you know, I think a big thing is like parents getting older, and yeah. you know, maybe your siblings are having kids, and you've got more family like that you want to be around. And yeah. I totally get that. Yeah. Um, it's uh, relationships are about sacrifice and compromise. Yeah, so if you're really at a point where you can't sacrifice anymore by living in, in the UK, then... Um, and if, if... if I don't know, I can't really gather from the, the email if they've had a really, you know, gritty, like, lay it all out, like, lay my soul yeah. bare conversation about it. It sounds like it might have been... Because he says we never really come to a solution, it kind of it's feels like, like... Oh, well, we go back to Ireland. Ah, yeah, you know I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. maybe there's a method of protecting yourself by not really really laying it out on the table but you're not you're just going to drag it on so i'd say first thing is have a really this is what my heart wants to do yeah um, and know that for sure 
yeah look inward we have a friend like who is in the same situation and she lives in the US and her husband is American and he installs air conditioning units for a living and she's dying to move back to Ireland and like she was like what people air don't have air. so there are jobs that are like what would they do now obviously there's other things you could do like but it's it's like and then the money is so much better over there like this and that, that's really difficult yeah really difficult unless you're reskilled sorry I had another smiley there she shoved one up um so yeah look have the conversation figure out if it's a re- if it's a deal breaker for you like really and truly if it is then you you kind of have to just come back and and see it test it out yeah last thing you want is resentment to build yeah <clears throat> and you could come home and be like actually <laughs> it wasn't home there was something else going on for me yeah maybe maybe you know I mean um best of luck let us know what you decide i want yeah, to i want to good a follow up on this um, one good luck and mind yourself maybe that'll be a big story and get them on the pod oh that'd be lovely yeah let us know how it goes yeah okay um 19 year old x oh um this wouldn't fit in the box <laughs> or oh sorry <laughs> instagram box my best friend is still not over her 19 year old ex they broke up eight months ago we're 24 and they were only together for one year. She's gotten quite mean, always saying negative things to me and making me feel guilty for having a boyfriend. For example, if I ever brought up how she deserves someone older and wiser, she would point out that it's weird my boyfriend is 28 and I'm 24. He broke up with her out of the blue, but she never met his parents or friends. So I could see he wasn't taking it seriously and saw it coming. She won't come out with me saying that she's too depressed to leave the house, but then puts up stories with his 19 year old friends. Help. Oh, there's a lot going on here. There's a lot to unpack on here. Both, on like, I'm not sure what the problem is. I think there is just a tension in this friendship, to be honest. I Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm just going to pick out a few things that I've just noticed from listening to that. You are making snap judgments on, on how hurt she should be. Based on how long she was with them and the age and that and, she hadn't met his family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's not fair. That's not fair. Uh people have different kind of barometers when the, how they how attached they get to people um so that's one thing you know you're kind of saying to yourself well she wasn't even with him that long like she shouldn't be this hurt about yeah him. and it sounds like it's coming from a place that you want your friend back you know and i know that's probably it's not coming from a place of like yeah it sounds like you just would love her to be back hanging out with you all the time and going out with you and it yeah. sounds like actually that it's more that you miss her as a friend and you're like well why is she just over him and why is she hanging out with 19 year old friends and why is she you know so I can see why that where that's coming from but as Jane said I mean she sounds like she's going through some shit and you know questioning her kind of depression as well by saying that well she's saying she's depressed but then she's putting pictures it's like well that's classic like she wants to be noticed by him clearly she is really hurting if she's putting up pictures of her and his friends like of mm-hmm. course so I don't think that they are mutually exclusive I think they go hand in hand well um, I guess it just can be hurtful when you your friend yeah you they said no to you but then hangs out with another group I don't think I the know. age thing is something that I don't it's, think is, look it's very easy for me to say being on the outside of it yeah uh I have been absolutely cut up and heartbroken about girls that I've never even been with like kissed once yeah madly in love wasted a lot of my life Ro was with yeah, me and as a friend I could be like Jane oh and you were the whole yeah, time like it was one day Jane you know yeah you do say that as a friend so yeah, yeah this girl isn't mad for saying these things you do yeah. say it but so I totally get it but yeah. also but also I learned through therapy that for me it was a way bigger attachment yeah. issue 
to do with childhood and everything you know yeah. it was never about the person and, and that could be something going on for for your friend and, and the reaction might come from somewhere mm-hmm. much much deeper that is way beyond how long they were with them or whatever yeah so that's one thing yeah but I feel like I'm coming down hard on her too so the flip side is I also totally get how frustrating it yeah. might be um I, but it sounds like so she also said she's gotten quite mean always saying negative things to me and making me feel guilty for having a boyfriend um, for example if I ever brought up how she deserves someone older and wiser she'd point out that it's weird my boyfriend is 28 and I'm 24 so it sounds like there's there's just some sort of awkwardness going on here between the two of them of heads yeah I, 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 I have a suspicion there is more going on with this friendship than just the boyfriend's element yeah I wonder is maybe I think things like this can happen when two friends drift slightly apart and there's just this this kind of nerve like it's happened to me I'm just drawing from my own personal experiences here that like you're actually maybe not as close as you were which happens especially at that age like early 20s you know you're this girl's 24 you're getting into this next stage of life um and with that tension and you both going into separate people I think can cause just awkwardness you both have different priorities too like you both are kind of seeing the world in different ways and and you're clashing a bit yeah yeah that can happen i'm not saying that is definitely what's happening here obviously well i mean what's very obvious here is you know you are not seeing her point of view and she's not seeing your point of view yeah so there's obviously going to be a big clash there she seems like she's projecting her hurt on you too yeah which isn't fair it's like well if i can she's clearly very hurting you know what they say hurt people hurt people oh yeah she's clearly very hurting Hurt people hurt people, but not all people who are hurt hurt people. I just have to point out. Well, okay. You get me? <laughs> yeah, I get you. Because I, I, I don't like when people say that because it's like, well, not all people who are hurt hurt other people. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. Um, so clearly she's like projecting on you and making judgments about your relationship and all this to make herself feel better, which totally isn't fair. Um, but I don't know, like you either have to distance yourself or be patient or call her out yeah and be like look in a very kind way and be like i'm getting that you're hurting i don't fully understand it what's going on for you i i'm hurt when you're trying to bring me down because clearly it's coming from a different it's coming from another place also she does call it she does say my best friend as well that's something they are obviously very very close that we're close um the the, the talk you need some of these smarties because before I left now and I don't even want them this no day. I will now after this um, she does say yeah, my best friend is still not over her 19 year old ex the age thing obviously comes up a lot in this very, in the short message but it speaks volumes like that there was there's a judgement on the age thing that you're 24 yep. and he was 19 and therefore that should either meet like it's almost like you're quite, like I'd to me to, this is going to sound very condescending to me 24 and 19 are the same thing yeah but when you were 24 they weren't I know I know yeah yeah we funny. actually we had a friend um you might remember this Jane and she started going out with uh, a guy much younger than her um, and they broke up and she was absolutely and to be fair like I'm not saying I'm not going to tell you now I'll tell you after Um, but we were very like kind of slaggy like because we were young like this was we weren't 24 we were younger than that probably 20, 21 and we were quite uh, we were kind of slagger like oh cradle snatcher whatever and they broke up and she was absolutely in really really bad shape over it Um. And again, you were kind of like, ah, oh, it's all coming, the age gap. But like, actually... It doesn't really matter. It like, doesn't matter. Now that I'm more mature as a person, like, obviously yeah. that age, like, you're kind of like, God, who cares? Like, you love you love. I think a five-year age gap... Yeah, I, I don't think the age thing should be anything to do because mm. you mentioned that they were 19. And There's now a judgment there. Yeah, and now she's hanging out with his 19-year-old friends. Like, 
who cares like who cares what age these people are it sounds like there's just maybe you're just feeling a bit abandoned by a friend as well which is horrible so I think like that's where the conversation needs to start from it's like this is how I'm feeling I'm feeling like you don't want to hang out with me yeah I'm feeling like maybe we've drifted apart also I'm sure she's also feeling emotionally drained yeah because like think about it like how many times on a night out would I be fucking in bits over something and oh, like all would be though that's hanging around about it's like I'd be crying every night out. no but well especially at 24 but like you just get emotionally drained and clearly if if this is your like your best best friend you've been the one in the trenches there with her this whole time for what, and maybe, eight months isn't it and maybe you're the one that's actually getting quite fed up and that's okay yeah you know you can't give your all all the time and especially when someone isn't trying to help themselves or at least it like you perceive them to be kind of making things worse for themselves it's, it's frustrating it's you frustrating. get impatient and it's terrible and when it's you're the one feeling that way it's only then you see like oh god yeah so i would say okay my big piece of advice in this one distance yourself if you feel like you need to for sure but also communicate that to her yeah I think even take away take away if break it apart again like find out what's really happening if it's not just why aren't you over him yet I don't think that's the conversation you want to have I think the conversations you want to have is what's going on with us and our friendship like what do you feel like what's happening here I think that's what you need to break apart because I actually don't really think it's about your boyfriend or her ex-boyfriend I think that's the the catalyst or the drama that's fueling a fire but yeah. ultimately it sounds to me like there is something else going on in your friendship maybe she's drifted to a new friend group and you feel hurt by that maybe it's the other way around we don't know but that's what I'd say try and unpack it's probably nothing really to do with the fact I, I would agree with you to a sense and I think that's very possible yeah. but it also could be just that one of them is going through a really hard time and the other one has never had to They've never had to face that in their friendship. Potentially, yeah. So, I mean, but sometimes you just don't have all of that to give. So I think it's completely fair enough to actually sit down with her and say, look, this is how I'm feeling this situation. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel like you're belittling me and, you know, and I get that you're hurting and I just need to take a step back. I think you really need to communicate it. Yeah. Do not do it over text. No, God, Never. No don't do it and don't text. get petty with the like oh you're hanging out with that group you didn't see me like yeah. whatever not that you're doing that I don't know but I like see, I don't think she necessarily said she's not hanging out with me she said hold on um, she said she's saying that she's depressed and then she won't come out with me saying oh, she's sorry. too depressed to leave the house but then puts up stories with the 19 year old friend. oh sorry yeah okay I get it yeah okay um, that's so shit, it's that's that, shit. That is crappy like it sounds that there is there's it's that's what i mean it sounds that there's just something else going on with yeah. friendship number one piece of advice just do not have the conversation over text oh god because i've been there just we've all been there not things get picked up wrong especially with your best friend like someone you know very well there's don't. no need like you probably know each other inside out like just don't just actually call them or at least sit yeah. down with them I agree I agree um okay, okay yeah okay this Last is the final one. one yeah okay so Jane you read this one out okay this is your bag this is my bag it's a gay one it's the gay one uh someone said oh I can't even read it Oh no. Because my screen grab is, I took the wrong screen grab. Anyway, basically, uh, a girl said her problem is that she's starting a new job soon and that she has to come out to colleagues all over again. Oh, come on, Jane. And that is a problem. Advice. That's a problem. Hard. I can't even. You mentioned that. when you, to, you We spoke about this. You said that when you were starting a new job, I don't know if it was this one or the last one, but you definitely said it's it's just this like nervous belly because you have to like come out again. So the, the problem is, is that. Um, society automatically assumes that you are straight Mm -hmm. so you'll never get do you have a girlfriend it's oh do you have a boyfriend like it would be so 
flippant and casual that people say people assume your sexuality. Yeah. Mad. So to then have the moment of, oh no, but I actually have a girlfriend, and usually it's fine, but just that's a very vulnerable position to be in. Yeah. To come out. Um, I wish I had some advice for this girl because it's really hard, but for each job I've had, it's kind of been different. Like the first proper job I had, I worked in GCN, which is gay community news and everyone was queer. So perfect. Like that was no issue. And then when I went into the real world again and I started working in another agency, um, I felt, I actually don't really even know how I came out, but I kind of kept it a little bit under wraps. Like I wouldn't talk really openly about people I was seeing or, or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but then once it comes out, then it's out and it's fine. Like, it's not an issue. Um, then I was in another job where I literally didn't tell anyone I was gay. Do you find that if you tell one colleague, then it kind of just gets around and that's kind of a handy way to do it? Yeah, actually. So, like, uh, my friend Katie, like, I used to work with her. And obviously, like, we became friends. Obviously, she knew I was gay and she met Andrea yeah. and everything. And I remember one time she said her and a couple of people in the office who I weren't really, I wasn't close with. And I wasn't really sure who knew I was gay or not. Because um, I never talked about it. Mm-hmm. But they were talking about some Italian restaurant at lunch and Katie was like, oh, Jane's girlfriend's Italian. Like, I must ask her, like, yeah. You know. And I was like, when she told me that, I was like, oh my God, I was actually so relieved that you said that. Um, Yeah, with, pe- with people I work with, I, I know that it was, you could, you can kind of see it's awkward and there's some cases of like, they were going, like they were in a straight relationship before and now we're in a gay relationship, which is again, like, difficult to navigate yeah. in a work situation to be like, well, I'm actually going out with a, a girl now. You know, Yeah, it's just, an awkward situation like and um well it's I, because i think people just assume. assume exactly and that's why it's awkward it's, it's just that they're like oh and then it's not a, whatever obviously hopefully the person is not gonna make a big deal of it but um i know i think that they, like i've heard people doing is just dropping their name hopefully the name is well, not like a and, neutral uh, <laughs> andrea did that once <laughs> when she was in work i think it was uh, someone she oh, worked she with. used to believe what did you say dave is it dave not jane <laughs> no, no 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 even worse um I think and- Andrea doesn't give a shit. Andrea yeah. just doesn't care. I envy her so much. Like really? she just doesn't give a shit. Like she's like, if they have an issue, that's their problem. Like yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. care. Like I mean, Fair we're together. Her. She's great. But I get nervous. I even get nervous about holding hands with her, mm-hmm. going through certain areas. Um, but it was either one of the parents or one of the kids or someone she worked with, but didn't know that. Well, I don't know. They were like, oh, so what you do for the weekend? And Andrea was like, oh, I just went to Jane's house. Like, she so she just says my name that's how she puts it in but she'd been talking about jane for ages and then your one goes oh and where's he from Lol. like literally jane 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 now this woman was i think i think she lived in ireland for years but she wasn't irish yeah she was from i think south america or something yeah but come on come like, on like come on so sometimes that doesn't even work but it's awkward then for them. They don't want to assume either. Like, I know they're obviously assuming that they're straight, which is bad, but they don't also assume that like she's, until the person says like, until you're I clear. I am gay. Yeah. Until you're clear that it's their, like their girlfriend. Uh, and then, they, and that they mean that in a romantic sense, like, you know, Americans say my girlfriend's know, wearing yeah. dog and devil. Like, and yeah. you're like, <laughs> dog and, and you're like, cause I've heard like Americans at work, like, well, my girlfriend, I'm like, oh, hold on now. Is she gay? Or, you know, and that's confusing. Yeah. It's, it's a very vulnerable position to be in. You don't know how people are going to react. Um, it also, particularly for me, it puts a spotlight on me. Like, I don't like to stand out. I don't mm-hmm. like there to be this thing. I, you know, it's it's even that thing. And I think Panty said it in, in one of her uh, speeches. 
I don't want to be a part of like I don't believe people are going to be homophobic towards me. Yeah. I really don't believe that at all. Yeah. But I don't like people to be like, ah, fair play, good for her. Yeah. You know, like... You just don't want to... You just want it to be normal. It's just want it to be normal. You don't want attention to be put on no, it. No, I, I don't like when, if I'm holding Andrea's hand and someone will smile. And I'm yeah, like, just, oh, well done. I'm like, you yeah. wouldn't do that to a straight couple. Like, that pisses me off. Um, or even tap, I assume, if you have to say like, oh, well, I'm gay. And then for someone to say, oh, great. Or you just want it to be like a non-event. Oh, I didn't know. Like you know, I no, I hate that, and I yeah, I get very very nervous. It's also kind of like really drawing attention to you to your like your sex life and your. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like um people will immediately assume like, well, what do they do? Like you know, do you think? You think people's yeah. brains just probably go there? Yeah, yeah, especially I think with gay men. Yeah, you're probably right. You like, know what I mean? Yeah, um, I think there's still very much that stigma around the kind of the sexual act and, um. Yeah, I mean, it, it really freaks me out. I think sometimes it's completely irrational that I get freaked out by it. Um, but it is a very, very much a thing. So my advice to this girl is get it out early because the longer you wait, the more awkward it is. Get them to follow you on Instagram. Get them to follow you on <laughs> Instagram. They'll just see it there then. It'll be done. That's actually great. I remember when I started in my most recent job, one of the guys, I could tell like people weren't sure. Like very open group but because I'm a bit like I look a bit gay like how I dress and stuff and I could tell like they just weren't sure and one of the guys I worked with we were talking about first dates and uh, he was like and what were they like you know like uh, he couldn't tell he knew he was yeah. like I don't think she's straight but I don't want to assume either and I was like well she was and then it was fine do what Jane did right and go on national television <laughs> on first dates with a girl and then she'll never have to explain herself again well, I remember just after I was on first dates, um, I was in with a client. Um, I was having a meeting and one of the clients said, it was like the week before I was on first dates and I was in the tra- like the trailer on RT. And there was... Uh, she made it to the trailer, guys. Yeah, made it to the trailer. and But like, it just it was just me talking. Yeah. And then the client was like, oh my God, did I see you on the ad for first dates? Are you going to be on first dates? And I was like, oh yeah, next week. And she was like, oh my God, and what was the fella like? And I was like, well... I'm gay, so oh, uh, yeah. and uh, she was like, "Oh, sorry," but it was a little bit of an awkward. Ugh. Yeah, well, she was probably just embarrassed. I know, but yeah. it's yeah, it's oh yeah, it's an awkward, it's an awkward, it's one. awkward. So my advice is get it out as early as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it was handy because uh, like obviously I work with Maeve now. We all know Maeve, and like she was like, "I knew you were a lizer from the second you walked in the door." Like obviously, like yeah. Was, so like she knew straight away. So just dress really gay. Yeah. No, but like she knew straight away. Yeah. And then like it would just became normal to talk about or she would ask like, how's Andrea or what's your yeah. girlfriend like? Or, yeah. You know, um, so yeah, tell tell someone you feel comfortable telling and then it'll get around. It'll get around. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, but totally. also it's fucking shit that we even have to think about that. Yeah. But anyway, that's the world we live in. Yeah. Very good. I thought that was a very good episode. Yeah. So we are next bag. Yeah, thanks. We'll do this again, definitely. If we're getting questions like that, I mean, yeah. brilliant. Um, we are, segue, going to take a few questions over to our shy talk now. So Are we? Yeah. Is that what we're doing? That's what we said we we're doing. Oh, I completely misread the situation. <laughs> we said you'll keep that one. You, you said you'll keep that one for shy talk. We just talked about this morning. No, I thought we we're keeping that for a full episode. Oh right, and just doing shy talk in general. Yeah. Ah, okay. All right. So we're we doing that. I thought we were doing that. 
What? I thought we were taking one over Shy Talk. I thought we were next full episode. I know, we'll take this offline. There might or may not be a question on Shy Talk. The point is, is that we got in lots of really good questions. So we decided that was obviously we couldn't read all of them. So there was a couple that were really, really good. So we thought that one warranted its own episode. Now the miscommunication has come in that I assumed it was going to be a main channel episode. Ro thought Mm -hmm. it was going to be a Shy Talk episode. But look, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. You'll find out. You'll see it somewhere. Yeah. And if you want to be a patron... Go to www.patreon.com forward slash state of us and for the price of a pint. A pint, which we're not really having much. You know, we can't really get them anymore, so you may as well. A pint for the price For of less than your nine euro meal, that you shitty meal that you'd be getting in a, bu- in a bar. Yeah, you will be supporting an independent podcast. Thank Two you so much. Two extra episodes a month. Two extra episodes a month. And we did used to give like early access to live show tickets and stuff, but like when will that happen again yeah um but lots of bits and bobs so yeah more than anything you'll be supporting us and your support means everything and even if you can't spare fiver which we totally get it's tough times and um, please share the podcast with your whatsapp groups your mates whatsapp groups on your instagram stories comment on things send us messages leave reviews all the good stuff all the good stuff yeah frankie's starting to he's sneezing he's acting he's up getting now getting he starts to sneeze when he wants attention yeah. um, okay thanks Mel guys thanks, thanks, for, thanks for the questions bye enjoy the theme music bye